Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? It's a new week and a new day, and I'm excited about the podcast today. Um, We're going to kind of continue a little bit on with what we talked about last week with gratitude. Oh boy, one of the greatest things that you can do is a gratitude journal, and I hope um, I hope some of you have taken up the challenge, and you're doing that. Um, I, we're going to talk a little bit, it's a little bit on the same lines. Um, I'm going to start off with this, and if you're a little older, I, I know you've heard this before, and if you're younger, you ha- maybe you haven't heard it, it's time to hear it. Um, if Let's say I had a glass of Coke sitting there, or a glass of lemonade, or whatever, your favorite drink, or or your worst drink, or whatever, a glass of something sitting right there. And if I said, how much is in that glass? Would you say the glass is half full, or would you say the glass is half empty? And that's what we're going to talk about today, because if you would, if you naturally say, hey, the glass is half full, then maybe you look at things in a from an optimistic viewpoint. And we're going to talk about optimism today. And then if you look at the glass as though it were half empty, then you may look at things from a pessimistic viewpoint. So those two words are two really important words that we can, that we're going to talk about today. Optimism and pessimism, they're opposites. The optimist is, is hopeful and confidence about the, has confidence about the future and the pessimist looks at things in a negative light. Everything's bad, right? So what I want you to recognize and know that ha- being optimistic, having an having optimism in your life is truly a mindset that we've talked about. And you can develop that. You can develop the ability to have a positive mindset. I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, there was a traveler who was walking from a village up in the mountains down to a village in the valley. And as he walked along the road, he saw a monk who's like a, a religious man. And he, the man was working in the field and he stopped and said to the monk, Hey, I'm on my way to the village in the valley. Can you tell me what the valley's like? And the monk looked up from his work and he asked the man, Well, where did you come from? And the man said, Hey, I've been up in the mountains, in the village in the mountains. And the monk said, Well, what was that like? And the man said, It was terrible. Nobody spoke my language. I had to sleep on the dirt floor in one of the houses and they fed me some sort of stew that had yak or dog or both in it and the weather was atrocious. Then I think that you will find that the village in the valley is kind of the same, the monk noted. A couple hours later, a different traveler um, was passing by the road and he said to the monk, Hey, monk, I'm on my way to the village in the valley. Can you tell me what it's like? And the monk said the very same thing to this next traveler. Well, where have you come from? And the man said, I've come from the village in the mountains. And the monk said, well, what was that like? And he said, it was awesome. Nobody spoke my language. So we had to communicate using hands and facial expressions. I had to sleep on the dirt floor, which was cool because I've never done that before. And they fed me some sort of weird stew, and I have no idea what it what, what was in it, but just to experience how the local li- locals lived every day was great, and the weather was freezing cold, which meant that I could really get a taste of what it's like to live there. And it was one of the best experiences of my life. And then, of course, the monk said, well, I think you're going to find that the village in the valley is much the same. 
So the story kind of shows you that life is 10% what happens to us and 90% of how we respond. And we can't allow the challenges of life to take away our joy. Um, There's lots of reasons to complain and lots of reasons to be miserable if that's how you look at things. But there's also lots of reasons to be enthusiastic and joyful if that's how you look at life. So I'd begin now. When I first told you the story about the glass, what did you think immediately? Half full or half empty? What did you first go to? And if you went to half empty, just just one of the ways to change your mindset is to start thinking in a different way. Start telling yourself right now, I am an optimist. I'm going to look for the things that are better. And so I'm asking that we take a that we take a look. We look a little deeper for the good that we kind of still our voices of insult and sarcasm and negativity about the people around us and the situations around us and start trying to generously compliment and endorse virtue and effort. Look for the good. Find the good in people. Find how people are making an effort. We need to turn from the negativism that's in our culture and look for the good in our land and in our lives. Speak about other people's good things more than we speak about their faults. Um, Let optimism replace pessimism. Let uncertainty and worry be pushed aside by an enduring feeling of hope. And we're going to talk about more ways to do this on the podcast today. I want you to know that I really believe that this is a mindset. We are creatures of our own thinking. We can talk ourselves into defeat and loss and heartache, or we can talk ourselves into victory and happiness and good things. We have to look through the sunlight, for the sunlight, through the clouds. I really believe that just being aware of like just just stopping tomorrow, today, right now, as soon as you're done listening to the podcast and notice what kind of thinking do you have. This is why it's so important to do a gratitude journal. But what kind of thinking do you have? Like if you notice that you're always finding the bad, you know, I have, I think it's right by my toilet paper. <laughs> um, what, whatever I'm, how I look at, whatever I look at, that thing's, that thing grows. How I look at something, that thing grows. So whatever I'm looking at, if I'm looking at something negative, it grows. And if I look at something positive, it grows. So how you have to start recognizing, how do you think? Do you notice yourself finding yourself thinking in a negative light? Um, In our own circumstances, we need to look and cultivate opportunities. Find the good. We could be overcome by a spirit of defeatism, or we can eagerly embrace opportunities to learn, to develop marvelous associations, and to build great loyalties. Um. So why, why would you make cutting remarks to somebody else? What purpose does, does it gain to say something mean to somebody else? And so to say something mean, you have to think something mean, right? So if you notice yourself thinking something mean, then stop. Like I've said before, say stop. Stop in your mind, say stop. You know, it's so easy to do. And then start looking for the good. Um... And encourage people. Um, you know, as a teacher, I think that this is one of my strengths. I'm, I look for the good. 
but I can find the weaknesses in kids, but then I build on the strengths, right? And it's crazy what kids will do when they know that I believe in them. Um, and you know, when people believe in you, what kind of thing you can accomplish. You know, if someone comes and says, I know that you can do this, I know that you can make this team, or I know that you can work in this job, or you can do, get this grade. It doesn't matter if, if you know that someone believes in you, then you have so much more faith in yourself. So we need to be that kind of person for other people, right? Um, we have the responsibility to, um, bear one another's burdens, to strengthen one another, to encourage one another, to lift one another and look for the good in other people. So it's a win-win because when you're looking for the good in someone else, first off, you're looking for the good, you're finding the good and you're being optimistic and then you're building them up. Then they like you all the more. So, um, it's so important to look for the things that are good in other people and in our situations. Um, I don't know. I, I love to mountain bike and I'm not an, a super experienced mountain biker, but I've mountain biked. And I think I've told this on the podcast, but it's worth repeating. But when you're on a mountain bike or you're ma- biking on a trail, they say there's a lot of rocks on the trail when you're mountain biking. There's a lot of rocks and really the, the, the wheels go right up over the ro- rocks But if you focus on the rock on the trail, if you're looking right at it, you're going to hit it like square on, you know what I mean? And then you're, it's going to be harder to like keep your balance. But what they say is to look ahead. And I know I've said this on the podcast, but they say, look ahead. So when you're going down the trail, you don't look right where you're going. You look ahead at the trail. And then most of the time you miss those big rocks. But when you do miss them, you just go over them and they don't seem to be a stumble. They don't, they don't cause you to fall or stumble. And, and so that's kind of the attitude that we need to take in our lives is look ahead. Don't look at the rocks. Don't look at the things that are hard. Don't highlight the mistakes of other people. Look for the good in other people. Look for the good in your situations. Um, Gordon B. Hinckley in his book says, a man may have a wart on his cheek and still have the face of beauty and strength. But if the wart is emphasized unduly in relation to his other features, the portrait is la- portrait is lacking in integrity. You know, and let's say someone does have a, a wart on their face. If that's all we focus on, that's all we see, right? But there's so many other things to look at. He talks about a young married couple. And I mean, we can relate this with marriage, with those of us that are married or with friends or our coaches or our teachers or the class that we're in, it doesn't matter what it is. You look for the good, but this couple was struggling in their marriage and they were both looking for the little things that the other one did wrong, you know, small things like leaving the dishes undone. So the husband was noticing that the dishes weren't done when the wife left for work in the morning and nothing seemed to ever make her happy. And, um, then she was speaking of her husband and he, how he was stingy and he did pick up his clothes and he was careless. And literally both of them had faults. We all have faults. Everybody has faults, but you get what you look for. You, you find what you look for. If you're looking for the good, you'll find it. Right? So criticism and pessimism destroys family, but optimism 
and happiness and looking for the good in people, it builds everybody up. Um, and you know, really humanity, all of humanity is so good. So there's so many, so much good in all the people in people. Why are we just looking for it? It's like I said before, it's a win-win. Why would you want to look for the negative? Um, I think the only thing is that we feel like we've built ourselves up, but we really haven't. All we've done is tear ourselves down. So there's a story about two boys, Jake and Griffin, and they're trying out for the basketball team. And Griffin, he's an optimist. And well, first off, both of them try out and neither of them make the team. They don't make the final cut. And they're both kind of disappointed. And oh boy, I remember those days when I would try out and then we go to the coach's door to see if our name is on the is on the door, you know. And most of the time, because I was such an athlete, my, then my name was on the door. But there were times that my name didn't make the door. But I loved it so much that I didn't care. I didn't give up. But anyway, Jake and Griffin, okay, so they're, they both... They were both very disappointed, but they handled it differently. First off, Griffin was an optimist. He thought, well, there's a lot of talent at the tryouts and only a few openings. So that's going to push me to practice harder and and to play better. And so the coach gave me great feedback. I'm going to work on the things and watch all the games this season, and that way I'm going to have a better chance next year. And he worked at it. He was focused on a specific situation and not on his personal shortcomings. He didn't notice what he didn't do. He noticed what he can do. And he didn't see the situation as permanent. And he fully expects to make the team next year. And he's already gonna he's already thinking about how he's gonna make that happen. Jake, on the other hand, was tended to be more pessimistic. He thought, no wonder I didn't make it. I was like the worst one at the tryouts and the coach doesn't even like me. Like I never get a break. I might as well face it. I'm just not a great athlete. And so they both looked at things in a different light. And in reality, we don't know who's going to make the team next year, but certainly who has a better chance, right? Griffin. Griffin has a better chance. Um, one more story. It's kind of about two, two hikers, a little, little similar to the last story, but a little bit different. They were Two hikers were camped overnight in the mountains, And a thunderous voice roused them from their sleep. And the voice said, this is either going to be the saddest day or the happiest day of your lives. And then it said, pick up all your belongings and make your way to the river. And when you get to the river, gather stones in your backpack and you can't look at them until morning. And then continue down the mountain on your journey, but don't go back to the river again. So the hikers did as they were instructed and they stumbled through the darkness to the river and they stuffed their packs with cold, wet stones. And then they carefully trekked down the rocky trails that would lead them away from the mountain. Shortly after sunrise, they reached the valley and they decided to set up camp to rest for a while. But first they pulled out their packs to examine the stones they collected from the river. To their surprise, what they'd thought were river rocks were actually diamonds and rare gems. Both hikers sat in silence, overwhelmed by the bounty before them. The first hiker said, Now I know why this is the saddest day of our lives. We should have gathered more stones. And then the second hiker said, You gotta be kidding. This is the happiest day of my life. Look at all the wealth that I just got by simply taking advantage of an opportunity that was offered to me. So 
therein lies the perfect example. A pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. So positive thinking doesn't always ensure success, but it's an important start. I mean, you'll take Jake and Griffin. It's obvious Jake's never going to make the team. Griffin at least has a chance, right? If you don't believe in yourself, you'll have a hard time persevering against the obstacles and setbacks that you're going to encounter. You're going to encounter them. So optimism is based on this kind of thinking. Bad things happen in life, but they are temporary. Bad things are in life are limited in scope. People do have control over their environments. Pessimists think this way. Good things in life are temporary. Good things in life are limited in scope, and people don't have a control over their um, environments. Notice the language that you use. Do you say things like, it's impossible, I can't, or do you say, I'm going to try. It's a challenge, but I'm going to give it a try. You know, here's some things of how to be more optimistic. Notice good things when they happen. Um, Pay attention. Notice your mind. What are you saying to yourself? Are you noticing the good? Are you noticing the bad? Do you look for the good or do you look for the bad? Take time to notice good things. That's why it's so important to do, do a gratitude journal. Because then you're looking for the things that you have to write down that are good. And it, it's, it's a training ground, right? It doesn't happen overnight. But this is a good way to train your mind to find the good things. Um, train your mind to believe that good things can happen in your life. Get in the habit of telling yourself specific things that you can do to exceed. For example, if I study, I can get a better grade. If I practice, I'll perform good at the at the audition. Um, another thing is don't blame yourself when things go wrong. Um, I think sometimes we say, like, okay, instead of thinking, I failed at the math test because I'm terrible at math, you say, I failed at the math test because I didn't study, and I'm not going to let that happen again. Um, or Grace broke up with me because I'm such a loser. Think, now I know why people say breakups are so painful, but hanging out with my friends will help me feel better again. Um, remind yourself, I think this is one of the big, biggest ones. Remind yourself that setbacks are temporary. Um, as, soon, as soon as something goes wrong, remind yourself that this too will pass. I mean, it's not going to last forever. Um, nothing lasts forever. And so look for the good. Remind yourself that that this is just going to be temporary and everybody has these setbacks. So we've talked about lots of people who have overcome hard things. I'm going to give you one more example. Um, Pixar. Pixar, the, the movie company that did Toy Story and Bugs Life and Monsters, Inc. Um, in 1994, they were in trouble. Their company was in trouble. And they were in the deep red, as meaning they were in the very big negative as far as money goes. And their upcoming movie, Toy Story, was way over budget. 
and Microsoft had expressed interest in buying the company to gain access to some of the 3D graphic design software, but the idea fell through, and Pixar's prospects were shaking in advance of the movie's release. But the, the team didn't give up. They just keep, they kept going with the finishing touches on Toy Story, and they released it. And look what happened. I think we just had Toy Story 4, and they kept working on new ideas, and the new ideas that they came up with were Bugs Life, Monsters Inc., and, Inc., and Wally. All of them were block, blockbuster hits. So when sometimes when it seems like it, you're at your very, very worst, things are the very lowest, if you keep going, that's when you sometimes break through the difficulty. And so we've talked a lot about um, people that overcome hard things, but we really haven't talked about how they do it. But truly, everything, everything comes from the mind. Everything. So we just really need to focus on looking at our lives. Are we looking at the good? Are we finding the good? Or are we finding the bad? So that's my challenge for this week. I hope you think about it a lot. And I hope you use these ideas, these stories, that they resonate with you and that they um, help you to be more positive. And I'll tell you, every time I do one of these podcasts, it's for myself. I'm always thinking about what I need to do better. Um, But literally every single time it comes back to our training, our mind. So I hope you are finding ways to do a gratitude journal and maybe doing some mindfulness practice, some meditation. Because those things are how you make your mind strong. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I just appreciate you so much. I love being able to do this. And guess what? It's October and I think it was cold all around the nation today. But we haven't even hit Halloween and we got snow on the ground this morning. So that was crazy. But that's how life goes, right? And of course the kids kids were loving it. And... I just need to be optimistic and find because it's cold outside I could and um, crawl up with a warm fuzzy blanket in the heater and read a good book or watch a good movie right so those are the good things about being in the cold weather anyway everybody have a great week and give me some feedback leave me some uh, messages and email me email me if you want to at howtobemore333 at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody.